Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be love yourself first. Well, I've got two emails I'm going to go through with you today. The first one is from a guy who, during his break from college during the summer, met a woman that knocked his socks off. They basically spent the whole summer hanging out, having fun, and hooking up. Things were great. And then by the end of the summer, because he says he overpursued, he basically chased her away to the point where she just completely ignored him. And around that time, that's when he found out about my work, started implementing it, started working on himself. And the interesting thing is the following summer, he ran into the same girl again. But by that point, he really knew the fundamentals well. And he just didn't want to get back together with her, especially after the way she treated him. However, she introduced him to her hot single sister. And because he'd been following what I teach, practicing it, he became really good. And things just became easy and effortless with her sister. And they've been together ever since. Really good success story. And a second email is from a guy who was a very successful heavy metal rock and roll musician. And he came across my work recently. And he realized that being in the business, the guys that were the most successful with women were also the guys that had the most passion for their music and what they were doing and had a kind of, well, if, the, if I meet a great girl along the way and she wants to hang out too, that's great. But it was really all about the music and focusing on their purpose and their mission in life. So I got two really good stories to go through with you today. But I got a, a quote that I wrote obviously on this topic and then we're going to go through it because both these emails you're going to see – the real core issue, the real root here is really loving yourself first and having a great relationship with yourself first, focusing on your life, your lifestyle and creating a life and lifestyle that you're proud of because that really is the first step before you get into a relationship because if you're not happy, a relationship is not going to make you happy. You got to get to a place where you can enjoy being alone by yourself. So the quote says, in order to be successful in your intimate relationships, you must love, accept, value, and have a great relationship with yourself first. You can't give away what you don't already have for yourself. After all, love is about giving. If you can't, if you can't have an awesome time by yourself, you will never be able to be happy in your relationships. Why? When we depend upon people or things outside of ourselves in order to be happy, Eventually, we will realize that we are unhappy and it will become nearly impossible to sustain the relationship or our success. Therefore, in order to have great relationships, we must first create a life and lifestyle that is compelling, fulfilling, and that we are proud of. When you are proud of yourself, your life, and your journey, even if you are not where you ultimately want to be, You'll make yourself so attractive that others will become excited about joining you to be a part of it. I mean, think about it. Everybody loves positive, optimistic, happy, successful people. The same reason when we were all in high school that everybody wanted to hang out with the captain of the football team. Everybody wanted to date the hottest cheerleader or the captain of the cheerleaders. It's like the same kind of principle applies. When you're lit up on the inside, when you really love your life, when you get up every day and you're excited about what you do, it doesn't, it doesn't mean you have to accomplish all your goals first. 
But what it means is that you got to know what you want, why you want it, and you got to be on your journey towards getting it and being excited about that journey. And that's the most important part. It may take you 10 or 20 years to get to where you really want to be, but at least if you know your outcome and you're focused on it and you feel like you're making progress because that's what success really is. Success really is all about making progress towards getting to where you want to be or creating the life and lifestyle that you'd love to have. So with that said, let's go through the first guy's email. He says, hi, Corey. I would just like to say you are my hero. I've been following you for a few months now and I've read your book four times and I'm currently on my fifth time reading your book. I don't plan to stop until I've read it 15 times. The guys who do the best, that's what they do. But you're off to a great start. In September 2014, I was heartbroken. I met this gorgeous blonde, tan, fit, you name it. She was at least a nine. We had a crazy summer of hooking up at my house and it was the best time of my life. However, towards the end of the summer, I started to over-pursue her and got too over-attached. Definitely not a good way to go. She ended up blowing me off and didn't bother to return any of my texts. See, what happens when guys get in that situation is that the woman starts to back away and call and text less and typically what the guy does is he thinks I got to do something. It's what I call the illusion of action. I've got to do more. They do more. They call more. They text more. They try to force things and the more they do that, the more the woman backs away and the more she backs away, eventually if they don't stop, the woman gets to the point where she just completely ignores you and blows you off and that's definitely no bueno when that happens. She ignored me for seven months and then out of the blue asked for help picking her college classes which I refused to do. I was hurt for months until I found your work in the summer of 2015. This time I did not chase after her. I grabbed my nuts for once in my life and told myself that I deserve someone better because I value myself as a man. There's the key sense. I value myself as a man. Because if you don't see your own value, there is absolutely no way you will let another human being see your value. And when you value yourself, you're going to behave in ways that communicate that you value yourself. You're not going to let anybody walk all over you, mistreat you, break, cancel dates, jerk you around at the last minute. You just won't put up with it because quite frankly, you don't have to. That summer, my ex introduced me to her sister. Oh, keeping it all in the family. And we hit it off from the start. I was, in, I was instantly attracted to her and we had more in common than I thought. Well, remember, like attracts like. I mean, obviously, dating the sister of your ex, I mean, obviously, they're going to be very similar. At that point, I had already read your book a couple of times and I was set on what I had to do. I initially set up one date a week and I got the hell off the phone like you said in your book. Notice what she says. She commented to me that I was mysterious and how I was so busy all the time. Remember, it's a scientific fact that women are more attracted to men whose feelings are unclear. That doesn't mean that you're a jerk or you're a dick or that you're playing games with her. It's you're taking measured steps. 
And at the end of the day, I didn't make women this way. Speak to the big man upstairs. It's just the way they are. And if you give them time and space away from you to wonder about you and to think about you, they simply like you more. They've done scientific studies where this has been validated. You can either accept that reality and operate accordingly or not or you can over pursue and try to force things. She also told me about all the guys who would blow up her phone and chase her. All the beta males that weren't getting her. So she's got lots of other guys that are giving her plenty of attention who are pursuing her but getting nowhere and who did she choose? She chose him because he's the only one that acted like a man. And how she liked me because I was not all in her face like all the other guys. There it is. Haha, textbook Corey Wayne. I've been with this girl for two months now and she's completely all over me because I have applied your principles. We are simply acting like a natural alpha male is going to act instinctively. But when you look at society and how that is just – that feminism is just beat into men trying to make men more like women and then women wonder where the hell are all the real men at? She does 100% of the texting, Snapchatting and calling. I don't have to do anything. Well, remember, feminine energy is all about bonding, connecting, receiving, opening up to receive love. That's just simply what women do. But it doesn't happen right away. Usually it takes several weeks. The guy does have to pursue in the beginning to kind of start the courtship off. But once she feels safe and comfortable and the attraction level starts to grow, she's going to start to reach out. And then at that point, the guy can just simply back off wait to hear from her and then make the next date when he does. It doesn't mean you go out on one date and then you say, hey, call me later and wait to hear from her. It doesn't work that way. Once the woman starts doing that on her own, then you can back off. Usually two to three weeks in on average is what it typically takes. But the more a guy pursues, the more mistakes he makes in the beginning, the more it's going to delay her getting to the point where she feels safe and comfortable and the internal desire to actually do those things. At one point after three weeks, she didn't reach out to me for one day and instead of coming unglued like 97% of the guys do, I waited and let her come to me at her own pace. Therefore, it was her idea. In other words, she felt his strength. He didn't become diminished when he didn't hear from her. The cat had left the neighborhood and I was simply living my life and pursuing my purpose until, what do you know, the cat came back. If they like you, if the attraction is there, they will come back. It's just like when I talk about my book, when you're walking down the street and you're holding hands with your girl and she just suddenly lets go of your hand, the worst thing you can do is grab her hand back. You just let her do her thing and a couple of blocks later, she'll probably take your hand and you're walking hand in hand all over again and usually she becomes even more affectionate when you do that. There's a video that I did several years ago called Why Women Prefer to Chase Men. You should definitely check that out. I also referenced that in the book. It's like 
was sitting there. I mean, I remember this like it was yesterday. It was like 15, 16 years ago with my girlfriend and her little daughter. We were hanging out at the pool when I was with her brother and he was with, had his kids there as well. And I was just watching her daughter, I think it was like six at the time. And she just kept getting out of the pool and jumping into my arms and then coming back. And it's like same thing because when I, we would sit around and talk at night in times, whether it was at her house or mine, her daughter would come and sit in my lap for a while and then she would get up and go run around, play with her cousins and, her, and then come back and sit in my lap. It was like I just kept seeing that same pattern. I was like, isn't that – you know, I started – it just kind of clicked. It clicked when we were in the pool and she was doing that. It's like, ah. Oh just totally made sense the next day and it's like like i said women naturally even when they're little girls they instinctively it's like being you know i talk about being the rock being the mountain in the book they go off and they wonder and they want they miss start to miss that strength and they come back for that love and that reassurance and they go off and roam the world and when they grow up and they become adults that's the way they interact with men that they're in relationships with and that's why it's so important to maintaining that attraction and that respect that you give them the space to do that. They really do behave like cats. It's so fascinating. Guys, we're like dogs. We're just always there. We're always loyal. No matter what, even if you become homeless, your dog will – just as long as your dog's with you, he's happy. The next day, she reached out to me and sent me pictures of a Halloween costume she found and told me, this made me think of you. Naughty girl, I bet. Right then and there, as you state in your book, I kept the conversation short, set up our next date. Notice how how she says, hey, I saw this Halloween costume and it reminded me of you and made me think of you. It's typically along, hey, I was watching a movie last night and it reminded me of you. That's why they reach out. And when, when, that, when you hear those things, when they're reaching out like that, it just means set the next date. It's so easy that way when you do it. It's wonderful. They get what they want and you get what you want. And you don't interfere with their attraction level growing. It just happens naturally. It's really a beautiful thing. Right then and there, as you state in your book, I kept the conversation short, set up our next date and got off the phone. And plus, when you do this properly from the beginning, women start to pick up on this and they realize. They reach out. You make a date. And when they become uncertain where they stand with you, they reach out and you make a date. Making the date reassures them that you really do care and you really do care about them. And you really do miss them and you really want to see them. And then when you actually see them for the date, they're even more excited to see you. Their attraction level has gone up even more. It's just beautiful and it happens easily and effortlessly if you learn the fundamentals in the book. Not to mention she had even told me multiple times how guys check her out and stare at her at malls, school, and the store. Most guys would come unglued and act all jealous, but not me. With a James Bond look on my face, I always respond with, well, babe, I take that as a compliment that I have great taste in women. Fucking great comeback, dude. When she first heard me say that, she smiled and said, aw, that was so sweet of you to say. I've never had, I've never heard a guy say that before. Because she's never dated a real man before, obviously. To this day, she continually texts me, sends me kissy faces, and flirts with me every day. When a woman's in love, this is what happens. They're all over you all the time. They want your attention all the fucking time when they're in love with you. 
Think about it. If a woman's calling you, texting you, Snapchatting you, sending you WhatsApp two, three times a day, you don't have to do any pursuing because she's all over you. It's her idea to bond and connect with you. I see her all the time and she's not blowing me off once because she respects you and she values you and she had to earn your time and it went at her pace. At the end of the day, women are the ones that decide anyways. They're the ones that decide if you're, if you're going to get married. They're the ones that decide whether or not they want a relationship. They, they're the ones that do the choosing. And if she happens to be busy, she always takes me along with her. They want your attention all the fucking time when they're in love. Corey, I don't know where I would be without your work. You changed my life, not only with relationships, but I'm in the gym five days a week working on weight training and cardio training. In addition, I am finishing up my degree to be a teacher. I wish you the best and hope that you can share this success story with others to inspire them to read the book in bold letters, he puts it, and apply your principles. Please, please, please make this a YouTube video. I beg you. All right. I did. I am. I really think people could benefit from this story. Thank you for changing my life and I hope to one day meet you, sir. Well, awesome, dude. Thanks for changing your own life. You did the work at the end of the day. Maybe I just showed you the way, filled in your knowledge gap. But at the end of the way, you did the right thing and that's why you're getting great, easy, effortless results. It's the way it's supposed to be. You're naturally acting like a man is supposed to act. You know, as we says last, P.S., I'm still reading your book and I've refused to get cocky and I plan on doing this right. Yeah, because you had all that pain of getting rejected by her sister. But hey, now you're keeping it all in the family. Very interesting. So let's go to the second email. This guy says, hi, Corey. I like your work. You're the best there is at conveying how to act like a man. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. The pickup artists don't convey the inner man, just a bunch of superficial crap. Well, I'm a life coach. I'm not a pickup artist. I'm not a dating coach. I'm a life coach. I focus on everything. I teach self-reliance. That's what I'm all about. I like to see people depending upon themselves, not anybody else, not anybody in government because at the end of the day, your success, your happiness, your failures, your successes all depend upon the person that you see in the mirror every day. It's all based upon what you do or what you fail to do. I just got your book more for the reason to reaffirm some things I used to apply in times past. I've been out of the dating scene for some time due to substance abuse issues and various shit which happens to some of us former heavy metal musicians sometimes, sadly enough. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll, as they say. I'm good now and had to learn to build character and self-like again. I notice a common theme in your videos and I think at this point would make a good video for your followers, self-security. It's about loving yourself, being proud of you, seeing your own value. Remember, scarcity creates value. The greatest gift that you can give anybody is the gift of your time. So don't give your time away to just anybody like it means nothing because if you do, people will treat you like you and your time are worthless. Go where you're celebrated and invited, not where you're fucking tolerated. I feel the most important point for us men to get is being secure and good with one's own company. I mean seriously, if you can't have an – because think about this. 
if you've been with somebody for several years or even six months or a year, once that newness wears off and you say you're just sitting at home on a Saturday or a Sunday and you're not doing anything, maybe you just had sex all morning long, you've had a lot of great conversation, your girl's reading a book and you're sitting there, can you have fun by yourself just sitting there with somebody? Can you have fun by yourself even if nobody is there? That's the important thing because eventually the newness and the infatuation is going to wear off in any relationship just like when you're a kid, any shiny new toy you get for Christmas or your birthday or whatever. Eventually you get bored of it and it ends up in your, your toy box. And If you can't have fun by yourself, eventually the newness of a new lover, a new girlfriend, new boyfriend if you're a girl or whatever. Once that wears off, if you were not a happy person when you, before you got into that relationship, eventually you're going to realize that this other person can't make you happy. And then when you realize that they can't make you happy, you'll stop putting your best foot forward and you literally will sabotage your relationship because you don't feel enough happiness. You don't feel enough self-love. And remember, like I said in the quote earlier, you can't give away what you don't have for yourself. Being successful with other people whether it's in business or your personal life, really is about loving yourself, accepting yourself, being proud of you, where you are, accepting your past, not judging yourself, not beating yourself over, just saying what happened happened and it couldn't have happened any other way. I am right where I am supposed to be. I constantly see guys stressing about how a girl feels about them. That's what women do. They fantasize and they daydream. The more important part is how does a guy feel about himself he puts in big bold letters. Absolutely. It's about the relationship you have with you. If you don't like you, how are you going to you're not you're not going to allow somebody else to like you either. It's like you won't let them convince you of how much they care about you because you don't believe that you're that valuable. Remember, people will act consistently with who they view themselves to be, whether that view is accurate or not. When we like ourselves, not narcissistic self-love shit, others are attracted to that. We've all got our insecurities in life. I mean, we all have flaws. We all have weird idiosyncrasies. We all can be difficult at times to be around or get along with. But at the end of the day, if you can love yourself and accept yourself, then you'll allow other people to love you as well. Because that's love really is about allowing. It's giving, but it's also allowing. But these things we as men should deal with in ourselves and not dump them on women. She, they should be your lover, not your mommy. You shouldn't seek validation. And it's like guys that over pursue women, it's not necessarily that they're contacting the women because they want to talk to them. They're contacting because they need reassurance that they're still good because they didn't got, get enough strokes or attaboys as, as, as a kid from their parents. It's really what it boils down to. When a guy dumps these issues on women with incessant calling, texting, stalking type behavior, women pick up on that and won't feel secure slash comfortable being in the company of a man like that. Yeah, they, they sense something is really off. In other words, the times I do feel insecure about something of myself, I damn well won't let a woman know, know it. Women will put up with you being sad or depressed for a short period of time but when it goes on for six months or a year or two, they don't want to be the man in the relationship. 
it's healthy to be angry, upset, sad, whatever, but you got to feel it to heal it, move through it and not let it diminish you or destroy you or you use that as an excuse just to do nothing. Here is why us rock stars always got the girls and why girls flock to us. You already know this, but your followers might not. We don't we didn't give a shit or stress if a woman liked us or not. Well, there was also uh, an abundance of women around. If you're going from city to city and you're on a tour bus, every new city, there's new girls throwing their panties and their bras at you. We got and now notice what he says next. He says we got off on the music, the vibe the passion, the experience. These guys that when, – because when you get to that level, when you get to a high level of success and you love what – you don't get there unless you really love what you do and you've really rehearsed it through time and repetition over and over and over. And that passion that's there, when you are totally congruent and aligned with your purpose, women can sense that. That's what masculine energy is. You're literally like a walking, talking boner if you will and they want to hop up on that the most passionate musicians got the most girls isn't that interesting it wasn't really about how we looked i had friends who didn't understand this even some fellow musicians every one of them didn't love the music the experience they were lacking the passion were just going through the motions basically if a girl wanted to hang with us cool it made it all much better. If not, cool. I've got my drums and the show. So in other words, here's my fun bus. This is where I'm going. If you want to join, come along. It'd be great. And if not, hey, give me a call if you change your mind. In other words, you are going in the direction of your dreams, your hopes, your passion. And women sense that. They pick up on that. And they want to hop on the fun bus. And they want to go along with you. They want to co-create with you. They want to be a part of that. They want to receive that strength. Remember, women are physically designed to receive our strength, our masculinity, everything that we are. If you're weak in purpose, that's like a limp dick. It's pretty hard to have sex when your dick is limp. P.S. I was never a bad boy. That's all bullshit anyway. Women do want nice guys. But a real nice guy is not a weak wimp stressing about the girls. He likes himself and has passion and focus. Hell, a guy can be passionate about being a burger flipper and he will get plenty of girls by the way. Exactly. It's about loving what you're doing. It's about being excited. It's about Because when you're happy and you love what you're doing, you're going to smile a lot. You're going to be excited. You're going to have enthusiasm. And quite frankly, most people in this world really aren't living. They're existing. I'm a peak performance coach. I'm all about living, loving, and having a great kick-ass life that I'm proud of and teaching other people how to do that because the world sorely needs people like that. Because like anywhere you go in life, just look at people's expression. Talk to people you know. Ask them, do you love your life? Do you love your job? Do you love your wife? Do you love the person that you're with? How excited – because when you're happy, when you love yourself, when you love your life, you're going to tend to eat healthier foods. You're going to get more sleep. You're going to be more balanced. You're going to exercise more. You're going to do work that's compelling to you, emotionally compelling, meaning it's really exciting to you. You just – 
everything, you're going to put more energy and more of you into everything that you do. But when you're just existing, you're like the guy punching a clock, working the nine to five, getting a steady paycheck and that's it. It's like a vanilla, boring life and unfortunately, that's how most people go through life. I'll bet your book talks about this. Yep. Well, he's just starting to read it but what's interesting is just from what he's read so far and what he's seen in videos, it's like the light bulbs are going off. He's going, oh, okay. That makes total sense why I was so – because he was so passionate and so full of excitement and enthusiasm and love for what he was doing. The women picked up on that. It's like you know, a lot of the lead singers tend to tend to get the most – I should say the most girls just because they're the ones that are the front man if, if you will and they're singing their heart out. They're the ones that everybody remembers. It's like you know, when you think about your favorite band, you know the lead singer but what about the rest of the people in the band? You know the keyboard player's name or the person that plays the slide guitar or the drummer or the bass player? It's all about the, the lead singer typically. And, and like when you look at a, a band like say Bon Jovi, that's his band and everybody that's in his band, they're all paid. They're, in essence, they're his employees but it's his passion. It's his vision and they're a part of it. He says, take care, bro and best of continued success for you. Well, thanks for the, the great email and I'm happy to hear that you've turned things around and things are going great in your life. So if you'd like to get my help personally, go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen and book any option for coaching that works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.